This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And welcome to the Friday episode of The Social Dose, your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And today is Friday, February 24th. I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on all socials. I'm Michael Judson-Berry at M. Judson-Berry on socials, except for Twitter, where I'm M. Judson-1-Berry because I'm an idiot and I don't know how to redo my account. Normally, we would have our wonderful correspondents, but we're giving them the day off. This week, we were able to have the incredible Candace Dillard Bassett and the wonderful Pulkitudinous Tiger Lily. Go back and listen to those if you want to catch up on this week's tea. Today, we're taking some comments from you listeners, doing a deep dive on oversharing on social media, and discussing the internet's obsession with going live, whether it be from TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube. We're going to get to that and more right after this break. Okay, well, we have to hit the comment section. What is everyone saying? Well, Michael, I'm glad you asked. We have a comment from Raina who said, OMG, give me a second dose of the social dose. I'm loving this show. And Raina, I'm so glad that you're loving it because I'm loving it too. Uh, We're having the best time, yes. And Carlos said, I love that everybody's so creative. Like, love, and retweet Tanara and the social dose. Oh, yes, retweet Tanara and the social dose. Yes, of course. Carlos, we wholeheartedly agree. It's so exciting to see the world's reaction because we've worked on this for a long time and now it's finally out there in the world for public consumption. And so far, I haven't been dragged or roasted, but there's still time. A few friends made fun of me for watching Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman when I was a kid, but you know what? That's fair. I set myself up for that. I was one of those friends. <laughs> you, you were. But overall, I can't wait to see where this goes. So now we've spent the week talking about the people that we've been following. But Paris, what have you been posting on your own page? Michael, I'm so glad you asked. I recently took a little trip up north, west, Mm -hmm. east, I don't know, but it was to Joshua Tree. Have you heard of it? I have been to Joshua's Tree. Interesting. Now, before you Uh went to Joshua's Tree, wait, is it Joshua's (laughs) Tree? No, it's Joshua Tree. It's Joshua Tree. I'm just messing with you. There is discourse. And there are misconceptions about what Joshua Tree is. And I, Uh before I went, thought it was just one tree. I thought it was a specific tree that everyone goes out into the desert, (laughs) takes a picture with for Instagram, and lives their Ingrid Goes West fantasy. But it's just a huge, like, planet-sized park with a billion trees and a bunch of rocks, too. I recommend it. It's pretty cute. so many rocks. Yeah, when you were going, I was like, so you're going to go hiking? Because to me, that's what we did in Joshua Tree. We did this sort of eat, pray, love, like hike in nature. And yeah. love, what did you say? You were like, no, 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 I'm just going to take pictures. Yeah, but I mean, like we were climbing on rocks and stuff, which I guess like is technically hiking. 
but I wasn't dressed for hiking and I wasn't giving a hiking fantasy as much as I was giving like a fun photo shoot in the desert fantasy. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of outdoor aerobic exercise, all of my posts recently or many of my posts on uh, have been about me training for my marathon in LA. So I'm running the LA mm-hmm. marathon in March with my dear friend, Megan, to support the PC, to support PCOS challenge. So I'm on team PCOS challenge. And a lot of it has just been me running and listening to various show tunes. So a slight yes, break I from actually... my shit's Creek talk because Moira Rose would never go outside and run unless someone was chasing her. Even then, she's lucky to do a brief perambulation. So, <laughs> but don't worry, Moira Rose will be coming back to my page more often soon enough. That's good because lately I've had to mute your story posts. Online, we filter our photos, but not our stories. Fortunately for us, some online users aren't afraid to keep it really, really real. Let's talk some overshares that made it out of the therapist's office and onto our timelines. Oh yes, what's appropriate for a therapist? What's appropriate for online? Those lines are very gray. And I love when people do this. Most recently, we heard from Chris Olson, who whilst doing extensive facial moisturizing, shared a story that he had at the Grammys about potentially meeting a very famous suitor who he did not share who it was. Or Elise Myers, queen of oversharing, not dragging, this is what we love about her, sharing those embarrassing stories on social media that many of us would be too afraid to even tell our best friends. I saw on TikTok this week a girl whose boyfriend saw some Mardi Gras beads that only required him to show his butthole, and a subsequent follow-up video in which he was wearing said beads. Ooh la la. <laughs> yes, we we don't know exactly how this all happened, but we know he got those beads. So you know what? Good for him. I think we know exactly how this happened. He showed his butthole. <laughs> so I, this is true. Yes, I guess there's very little mystery to this. I guess that, <laughs> that leap was not too difficult to take. Just but two good dots for to him. connect there. He, and he looks thrilled to have those beads. And one thing I will say, those beads are massive. They are over oversized beads. So well, I don't know why beads. my, they are the biggest anal beads I have ever seen. And if that is the intent of that for that man, I say good for you, sir. And I hope you stretch regularly. Um, (laughs) Michael, oversharing has become really just, I don't want to say a plague because I don't hate it. And I don't want to say pandemic because that word's triggering, but it's definitely become a phenomena online. Has it not? I think it has. Like the classic, the venting paragraph videos on TikTok. Have you seen those? Yes, of course. I hate them famously. They're so long. I don't want to read all that. Talk to me. Read it to me. Exactly. And they trap you where it's like, you can't possibly get through that whole paragraph in the allotted amount of time. So you have to keep watching the video over and over again to finish reading it. And inevitably, it's a Mm -hmm. story you don't really care about. But now you gave them seven views and 12 minutes of your time. Because if you're like me, it takes you a long time to read. I know. It's predatory content. And that's really how they do it on TikTok with the oversharing. It's either a story time like Chris Olsen telling us about this mystery man he almost hooked up with at the after parties. Um, Mm -hmm. But on Twitter, it's more of like a dump, you know, it's because Twitter, I think, was originated to like overshare your latest bowel movement or whatever the hell you feel the need (laughs) to share with the world. But at least Twitter has a character limit. So you can't keep me prisoner for too long. You know what I mean? If I see a story time and there's a little thread emoji at the end of the tweet, I'm not clicking the thread. I'm not going to open that up. Be more succinct. 
this is why I love classic Instagram, where people, instead of like writing out these lengthy stories, they would just share a bunch of pictures. And as we know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And I would rather just sort of quickly skim through your little album and be like, oh, look, you went to Jacob's Pickles, Jacob Trees, the tree of Jacob's, and you had a great time amongst the boulders. I don't need an explanation. I just want to see you there looking happy and, you know, gams out for days. So wait, Michael, are you saying on the pod, on record for all of our listeners, that you are pro photo? dump on Instagram? I am. I am saying that. I am that old school person who wants to see all your pictures on Instagram. Don't even put them together in a reel with fun music for me. I will actually scroll through your album that you post, that you put up, your, your 10 photos that you're allowed to put. I love that, Michael. So there is an audience for these things because every time I see them, I, I sometimes fall into the trap of swiping through them, hoping to see God, I don't know what. But most of the time I'm like, nobody cares about your photo dump, McKenna. We've all been to Joshua Tree now. Uh, well, also, don't if you, you worry, haven't, friend. go to my Instagram what? and like my photo dump about Joshua Tree. <laughs> the photo dump that I looked at every single photo. So there you have it. There will <laughs> always be people like me. Let's dive into the comments on some of these overshares, Michael. So it yes. seems like everybody's mad at Chris Olson for his oversharing. User at Kyle Chilo said, This is the reason society is in the sewer dumps. We keep elevating liars like this who desperately want to go viral with their fables. Yes. I'm actually looking at the tweet right now. And uh wait, do you think oh, is it? Chris Olson's oh, lying? Oh, I don't I don't think Chris Olson's lying. I think Chris Olson really did yeah, go I don't to either. a Grammy party that he was very fatigued and it was loud in the room. And then he ended yeah. up making close body contact with a very famous person and flirting with them. I'm sure that actually did happen. I I love the comments on this video though. Like um, the people that have been say- talking about the moisturizer, less about the, like, I met someone famous, like, um, mm-hmm. at Lee Wilson Bailey, who said, I don't know her, but also those are 17 different facial products. Or is he putting the same one on repeatedly just so he can keep talking? <laughs> <laughs> and at, uh, I, at Ira Madison three, who said, was I the only person who thought his skin regime was never going to end? I was expecting to see, um, a blowtorch for that finished crackle. Um, see, that's the thing. That's one thing you got to love about this. If people don't care about the story, then guess what? They're going to notice all the other details, like the fact that you have 13 layers of moisturizer on. Some of the best comments come from mm -hmm. not related content. Yeah. And also, um, Ryan tweets who said, me telling a very long story that could have been summarized in less than seven words. And again, that's kind of what this video was. And that's what I will say. If you want to tell, if you want to have a therapy moment... Keep it concise. Keep it as succinct as possible. Mm -hmm. I actually am guilty of this as well. I recently posted a story time slash overshare about the two times I've had encounters with aliens. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's something worth sharing. You know what I mean? Not just like I went to a party and was tired. This is like I experienced aliens in two different circumstances. Go watch the video if you haven't seen it already on TikTok. Well, because you know who I think is brilliant about this too? Also aliens. Well, Paris, I can't wait to go watch these videos and see what happened. Um, This is one thing I love about Elise Myers because she keeps her stories very short. They're usually under a minute or right at a minute. And she's just like, yeah, this is that time that I went on a date with this guy and I didn't think it was a date, but he did. But then I was trying to be nice. And then he told everyone I was just leading him on. Boom, done. Embarrassing story. Maybe we didn't need to hear it, but she keeps it short and entertaining. So I am Mm -hmm. here for those moments. That's such a good call out, Michael, because when I'm watching these videos, if I am so inclined to stick around and not just swipe away, within the first 10 seconds, I'm looking at the very bottom of the screen to see that little time bar 
to see, mm-hmm. is this going to be like a 15 minute video or are we like already halfway done? And Elise is really good at keeping it cute, keeping it quick, because that's what I need. If I'm going to pretend or at least get mildly invested in your personal life, don't waste my time. Make it fast. Make it snappy. And she's yes. great at that. So if you want to tell us about that time that you were holding onto a small tree, leaning over a stream, trying to pee because there's no toilet and then the tree broke and you fell down and hit you in the face, be like Elise Myers and keep it short and cute. Mm, I thought that was about you. Nope, that's a true story about my friend Lindsay. We'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a live feed. Going live on social media is risky business, especially if you're peeling a raw egg for a virtual audience, which people do. Going live is not unique to social media. However, some of these live streams are uniquely odd. Let's get into some of the strange streams that we love on the algo. We have seen some of the wildest things happening on lives, whether it be on Instagram, TikTok, or even Twitter occasionally. And some of them seem absurdly bizarre to the point where I'm like, what timeline am I living in? Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, we actually have a list of different weird things people are streaming on live. And I would love it if you could read them to me and I will tell you if they're hot or not. Okay, yes, Paris. Please tell me if you think these are hot or not, as you are an expert. The people who are casting out demons for you. Hot. I think that's nice. And that's a public service. Mm. Uh, How about the political takes, like Trump versus Trump for prison? Not hot. I don't care. I've been seeing one recently where it's like just a guy with a microphone and the sign behind him says, prove to me why being gay is immoral. And I'm like, why are you here? I don't know what side of this debate you're on, but get out of my face. Not hot. Absolutely. Exactly. How about the evangelicals praying for you? Not hot. Ugh, no. Uh, Random Reiki? Kind of hot, a little bit. I did Reiki once, and I literally thought I saw yellow stuff emu- emerging from my body. So you know what? I'll that buy was into pee, it. Michael. <laughs> That's what it was. That explains why it was damp. Okay, tarot readings or horoscopes? Hot. Even though they might not be specific to you, I think they're fun. Oh, exactly. The people who say they won't leave until they find their life partner. Not hot. DJ Nice DJing for the world during the 2020 pandemic. Hot. I'm not leaving this live until. No, I'm leaving this live right now. (laughs) I agree with you. Don't hold us hostage. Also, you don't have to because we can just leave. Mm -hmm. It's sort of an empty threat. It is. Michael, have you seen any of the TikTok lives of the person using the tiniest little medical tools to remove the shell of a raw, uncooked egg, little piece by little piece? 
I love these. I Stop. think Do they're you? great. And I read an article about this. By read an article, I mean our producer sent it to us, so I had to read it. And it was about why people find these things so engaging. And they think it's because of the the nature of social media that videos are so short that we are constantly stimulated, but very rarely do they actually come to a conclusion, which is something our brain yearns for. And so the suspense of these, of yeah. will the egg break? We we know it's quite possible. It's sort of like the jack in the box. Like we know mm-hmm. it's going to pop up, but when? And the joy is that we get a conclusion with these and dopamine is released in our brain and we are happy. And if I love anything, it's dopamine. So here we are. I'm here for this. Is that true though, Michael? Because I've tuned in for many an egg shell removal live and I've never seen it finished. The last piece gets smaller and smaller until literally the person's peeling off molecule by molecule. And it's just torturous edging to me. I hate it. I think it's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen the climax of any of these lives because I can't be bothered. It's too, Uh, you're taking too long and you're doing it on purpose because you have a ton of viewers and you want to milk it for the engagement, but like not on my time. Uh, No. Wow. That's why you just hang in there. You It's a good thing to do if you have like another chore that you're doing, like you're cleaning or you're making the bed, you're doing those things. You just sort of have it on in the background. Terrible idea, because what if I'm making the bed and I miss the final piece of the eggshell being removed? What was it, it all for? That's life. Sometimes that happens. Then you're like, no, and you must tune in again. God damn it. Talk have you seen like the ones this? where they do like tarot card readings or like a woman's like tumbling rocks in a big circular machine? I only recently learned about the Tumbling Rocks one, and I will say I was very confused by that. However, as someone who collects marble eggs, I was here for it. Marble eggs? But wait, have you seen the ones where it's like somebody's just like sleeping and then there's a big sign that says, like, if you want me to wake up, share if you want me to have a bad dream, and just like random bullshit? No, I, well, I knew people recorded, I knew people did lives of sleeping, which uh, I, I don't get the appeal to that one so much, but you know what? I'm not here to yuck your yum or your sleep fantasies. You know who I think is a really great person to follow for this kind of thing? Who? Not actually creating the lives themselves, but really unpacking them. I recently found her content. Her name is at Lena Ray, L-E-N-A-R-A-E dot L-H on TikTok. Her page and content begs the question, is this fetish content? Because it always is, Michael. It always leads back to some weird fetish that you don't realize you're tickling in your brain because Mm -hmm. it's so seemingly innocuous, right? But like watching somebody sleep or like edging with an egg being peeled off or even like surgery on a grape. There's some sick part of the human brain that's like into this in a fetish way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's what it is. Or it's sort of like an ASMR thing and you find it really relaxing. I also love the ones where it's like, I'm not going to talk until somebody in the comments makes me laugh. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want to make you laugh. Who are you? Get off my page. Huh, fair. You know what I do Everyone's love just though? desperate to make this random stranger giggle in their live. <laughs> Meanwhile, the person's not even reading the comments. They're just like oh, scrolling through Twitter, just oh, racking God. up views. Oh, gosh. Racking up those views. Who would do that? Shameless. Shameless. And not like the hit television show. Now... Uh, You know what? I thoroughly enjoy our cooking videos. I will say, as someone who cannot cook, I thoroughly enjoy watching these uh, simply because to me, it looks like magic. It's like, how are you doing that? You must be a wizard. That's the only answer. 
And also I find watching people cook also eerily relaxing. But now I'm rethinking it. After you said that, maybe there's some sort of fetishy thing in there too and I need to call my therapist. I have to say, some of these lives are more entertaining than others, but what I love is how live streaming on all social platforms has really been innovative in the past few years. And I can't wait to see what's next. Yes, exactly. Wow us. I can't wait. If you have a fun idea for a live or if you're excited about the thing that you're going to do, message us. We'll tune in. I'll watch you while I'm doing my chores. You can message us on thesocialdosepodcast.com. Let us know who your favorite content creators are so we can follow them back and we can discuss them on the show. Spill the local goss, spill the online goss, and share with us your favorite content that you want us to be talking about. Or even leave us a voice message that we can play on the pod and then discuss, babes, do it. <gasps> that would be even better. All at thesocialdosepodcast.com. <gasps> Bye-bye, Michael. Bye. The Social Dose is produced by Something Else, a Sony Music Entertainment Company. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Paul Brogdon and Gulliver Lawrence Tickle. <laughs>